The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Wickets, your August 10th edition. We have a 14 game Friday slate on tap for us. Before we get started, let me do a little housekeeping and tell you this podcast is brought to you by Draft. Draft.com, draft in your app store. Use promo code SD Sports when you make your first deposit, and you'll get entry into a free $3 tournament. These tournaments are great, they're snake style drafts just the way you like them. They got baseball, they got golf, they'll have basketball, hockey when it's kicking off. They'll have football during the regular season, but right now they have football best ball drafts. Best way to do best ball is on draft. And if you're new to it, use promo code SD Sports when you check out, and you'll get entry into a free three dollar tournament. I can't recommend it to you enough. I know the guys in the Slack chat love it, so go check out Draft Draft.com. Draft in your app store. Promo code SD Sports. Also, if you're interested in writing for uh, D Sports Degens, any sports. It could be news, fantasy-related, betting-related, whatever you want. Hit us up on Twitter at TheSportsDGM, slide to the DMs, or go on the website, which is even better, and click on the Write for SportsDGM's link and fill that out real quick. It'll come to my inbox, and I will take a look at it. So we'd much, much appreciate it. Keep growing what we have going. Other than that, I will be out on Monday. I'll be driving home and traveling Monday morning, so I will not be able to record one on Monday. I apologize. But I will be in the Slack chat off and on throughout the weekend and on Monday to give you all the info I have to help you make your lineups. I will be back recording on Tuesday, but Monday morning I won't be here to help you out. I apologize. Now to the stuff you actually care about, the picks, the plays, the analysis for this 14-game Friday, August 10th slate. Let's kick it off with the totals on this slate. We have Red Sox, Orioles at 9, Rangers, Yankees, 9, Rays, and the Blue Jays, 8.5. D-backs, Reds, 9.5. Twins, Tigers, 8.5. Mets, Marlins, 7.5. Brewers, Braves, 8.5. Uh, Indians, White Sox, 9. Mariners, Astros, 7.5. Cardinals, Royals, 9. Dodgers, Rockies, Coors Field, 10.5. A's, Angels, waiting on a total there. Phillies, Padres, 8. Pirates, Giants, 8. We have four totals at the moment that are 8 or less. We have 1, 2, 3... You could say seven, half the slate's eight and a half or less. So half of the slate is nine or more. That's going to be uh, interesting. It was kind of home run derby last night. 
I can see it definitely happening against tonight. So let's kick it off with the pitching. You have three guys over 10K. You got Garrett Cole, Masahiro Tanaka, Zach Wheeler. Cole, price too high. We skip. We go to Masahiro Tanaka at 10400 bucks. Yes, GPP only is because Texas does have power. They are in Yankee Stadium, and he loves to give up the long ball. He faced them once this year, five innings, four earned, three Ks, gave up two homers for 8.5 DraftKings points. Been really good of late, 22-3, 29-9, 44-9 at Boston, Baltimore, at Tampa Bay. So he's been much, much better of late. It's kind of what he did last season, the second half going into the postseason. Started getting it going. Uh, Texas strikes out over 25% of the time, going with Masahiro's 26% K rate, 14% swinging strike, 47% ground ball rate. There is the home run risk, but the the Rangers have the second lowest total at 3.7 tonight. Lefty's 323, righty's 324. I think Masahiro is a phenomenal GPP play. There's always going to be risk with anybody in baseball. Look at Verlander last night. Paxton wasn't even great. There's always a risk no matter what's going on in baseball. But Tanaka's in a phenomenal spot against Texas. We saw what J.A. Happ did against them. I wouldn't be shocked if Tanaka gives up a home run or two. But he could also strike out 8-plus and go 7 strong innings at 10-4 and give you what you need. As volatile as pitching has been of late since the All-Star break, people notice this. Sometimes you just got to take that guy that's got that tremendous, tremendous upside and talent. That is Masahiro Tanaka. If you want to go 300 cheaper, you go to Zach Wheeler. He's at the Miami Marlins. Great spot here for Zach. Price points gone through the roof, but he's faced Miami twice this year. 13 innings, two earned, 16 Ks. That's over a K per inning if you're uh, new at this at home. 27.6 DraftKings points per game on average versus the Marlins. He's coming in 30, 35-4, 27-9, 18-8, 21-3. Um, 14-5, 16-1, 26-2, 17-22-5. So nine straight starts of 16 or more with like five or six in the 20s. He's been very, very good. Um, the Marlins strike out 23% of the time versus righties. He's got a 23.5% K rate to go with the 43% ground ball and a very solid 27% hard contact rate. Go even deeper on the game with the Marlins. They have the third lowest total at 3.7, just barely outside of the Rangers. Uh, lefties do hit 344, righties 275, 278. They have a 295 Woba, 125 ISO. If there are a lot of lefties in the Marlins lineup, maybe give it another look. There shouldn't be a ton, but there could be a few. So keep an eye on that with Wheeler, but he's in a great spot at 10-1. If you want a quote-unquote little safer matchup, better ballpark to pitch in, not as good of a lineup, you go to Wheeler against uh, the Fish. But Tanaka versus Texas, very good in your GPPs. One more guy I'll mention here at 9,700 is Nate Eovaldi at the Baltimore Orioles. He's been outstanding since coming to Boston. He's faced Baltimore this year, or he has not faced Baltimore this year, apologies. But his last three starts, 27-6 against the Yankees, 27-4 against Minnesota, and 23-9 at uh, Tampa Bay. So he's been outstanding his last three starts for Nate Eovaldi. When you break it down some more, Baltimore strikes out 24% of the time versus righties. Eovaldi almost 23% K rate, 44% ground ball. Yes, yes, and more yes. Baltimore is a three, or basically a four total. Lefties 327, righties 270. Baltimore does have some pop, but all in all, Evaldi's looked very, very good. We know this season he's had a couple blowups where shit goes south in a hurry. But uh, Evaldi at 9,700, if you don't want to go all the way up, very much in play for you here. So I got it. If you want to talk price point, matchups, all that good stuff, I go Wheeler 1, Evaldi 2, Tanaka 3. Tanaka might have the most upside, though. He might have the highest ceiling, but also the lowest floor. So he's the most volatile GPP play up here. Uh, Wheeler, knock on wood, is the safest, but they're all risk because it is Major League Baseball. I have to keep saying that because night in and night out, it's just like you have to look at some of these games and go, what the heck just happened? 
It's baseball. Like, stupid stuff happens. You can be on the right place. It just might not be that night. It just happens. But um, Wheeler, Eovaldi, Tanaka up top. Let's dip into the sevens and the eights. And it gets a little dicier, but if you're willing to gamble and get some bats, you can make this work. Clay Buckles, yes. Cletus, 8800 bucks at the Cincinnati Reds. Um, he's been really, really good. ERA of 2-1-0 on the road compared to 3-5-7 at home. Averaging almost 19 points to start uh, on the road. This year, recently, 24.1 against the Giants. 19-4 at San Diego, 22-2 at Chicago, 24-1 at Pittsburgh. He's been outstanding with the first three, 24-1, 19-4, 22-2. Three starts since coming off the DL. Yes, Great American Small Park isn't ideal. There's rain coming in later in the ballgame there, but he should at least get his start in. <clears throat> Cincinnati strikes out over 21% of the time versus righties. Uh, Cletus has a 22% K rate, 40% ground ball. Does have a hard contact rate of 38%, so maybe Cincinnati runs into a couple. They have a 4-6-6 uh, six team total, which is high, but it's a lot to do with that ballpark in that situation. Lefty's only hitting 289 off buckles. Righty's 378, so keep that in mind. Uh, 316 Woba, not bad versus righty's, but a 141 ISO, not good at all for the Cincinnati Reds. So Clay Buckholz at 8800 bucks. A lot of people don't want to go there at that price point in that ballpark. But the Reds really have not been world beaters of late. So keep in mind Clay Buckholz. Another one I like, I think he'll be much more popular than Buckholz, is Zach Eflin at 8500 bucks at the San Diego Padres. Going to Petco Park from uh, Citizens Bank is outstanding. It's a great, great park shift. Eflin's been a little better on the road or at home than on the road this season. But uh, we'll see how that works. Coming off a 25.6 point performance against the Marlins. Very uh, up and down guy. 25.6 and 7.2, minus 2.8, 10.3, 24.8, 28.2, 17.1, 22.9, 27.9. So he's on a heck of a run there, and he's really scuffled of late. Bounced back his last time out. Faces a Padres team we know struggles against right-handed pitching, given they had their fun with the Brew Crew in Milwaukee, but maybe going home and that matchup, we'll see. Because they strike out 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Eflin's got a 22.5% K rate and only a 29% hard contact, which is really, really, really good. San Diego's team totals 3.8, fifth lowest on the slate. Lefties 356, righties 267 versus Eflin, so that is outstanding because the lefties don't really scare you a ton. And they have a 285 Wova, 123 ISO, which is dreadful versus right-handed pitching. So a guy like Zach Eflin at $8,500 is very, very much in play for you tonight. Next one down, uh, people kind of laughed at Tyler Anderson yesterday. Six strong, six Ks, one earned. We take that in Coors all day. You got John Gray at $7,700, bucks, and he's been outstanding since his return to the bigs. Um, at, at home, averaging almost 20 points per game. He's got 28-4, 22-9, 24, 26-9 since returning from his little demotion to AAA to get his mind right. 23 or more points in all four starts. In his career, he's been much, much better at home. He's facing a, uh, a Dodgers team that strikes out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Gray has almost a 28% K rate, a 13.5% swinging strike rate, a 48% ground ball rate. These are all the things we kept saying. The peripherals are phenomenal. Something wasn't right. And what wasn't right was what was between the years. It was right there in front of our face. The Dodgers have a 5.2 total, third highest on the slate. Thank you, Coors Field. Lefty's 311, righty's only 273 versus Gray. He's been outstanding. Yes, the Dodgers could run into some. It is Coors Field. It comes with extreme risk. But 7700 bucks, super low ownership with a guy that is the ace of their staff, is a very intriguing GPP play. Last guy I'll mention here is Derek Holland at 7600 bucks for the Gigantes. He's at home against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates have the fourth lowest total 
on the slate. Holland has been sneaky good this year. The Pirates totals 374. Lefties 273. Righties 364. Uh, we saw them get to Suarez last night, but more importantly, they got to the bullpen. When you see the 10 runs, a lot of that was that Giants bullpen. But uh, when you look at Derek Holland, he's averaging 13.2 game, a game at home. He's faced Pittsburgh once this year, six and a third, four hits, nowhere in seven Ks for 27 DraftKings points. His last three starts, 17, 14, 16, 5. He had a 4.9 in there, but then a 13, 9, 25, 3. He's had his couple roller coaster starts, but all overall, he's been outstanding this year. Really, really good. Pirates strike out 22% of the time versus lefties. He's got almost, he's got over 24% K rate, 38% ground ball rate. It does bring risk with Holland, as you know, some righties can get him, and the Pirates have put a heavy righty lineup together. That's what they do, and that's what happened yesterday. Lais Diaz, switch hitting Josh Bell. A couple guys got to Suarez early. That's why I was kind of eh, eh, wishy washy on Suarez. Holland at 7600 bucks. Price is a little too steep for me. But I do want to mention cash games might be a pretty good play. And he's got a little bit of GPP upside. If I'm going to play a GPP, though, I'd rather roll the dice on John Gray at 77 But cash game-wise, Holland at 76 much better than Gray at 77 All right, your 7s and your 8s here. I got Eflin 1, Buckholtz 2, Gray 3, Holland 4. Now, we dip down below 7K, and it's a little dicey. I'll mention Jose Urania because he's the ultimate GPP play. He gets you like minus five, or he gets you like twenty-five, and he's going up against the New York Mets team um, for sixty-seven hundred bucks. Then on the year, he's averaging ten points against in one start, five innings, three earned, four Ks. He's super, super volatile. Minus point eight, twenty-four, one point six, two point two, twelve, twenty point three, seven, twenty-seven, fourteen. It's all over the map with Urena. And again, if the if the Mets put a heavy lefty lineup out, it's a little bit of trouble. Um, I just wanted to mention real briefly, the Mets strike out 22% of the time, uh, and their team total is rather low, 3.8. It's the two, four, sixth lowest on the slate. Urena's got the sixth lowest total. Lefty's 360, but right is only 290. So it's super risky, but it does have a little bit of upside in a GPP at 6,700. One, another one I could look at here is Austin Gomber at 63. The big lefty rookie, he's been very, very up and down. His debut was phenomenal. Uh, since then, though, it's been a little uh, shaky is a nice way to say it. Uh, he has not faced Kansas City yet this year, but, you know, five five points his last time out, four innings, seven hits, four earned, five Ks, a couple bullpen starts there, but then a start prior to that, 20 points. So he's got tremendous upside. Kansas City just saw every lefty, I think, Chicago could throw at him. Now you get Austin Gomber, another big lefty. He's got some strikeout stuff and a lot of contact. They strike out 23% of the time versus lefties. A swinging strike rate of 11%, strikeout rate of 21%. But Gomber has walk issues, uh, 12.5% walk, a lot of fly balls. So that's the kind of dicey spot you got there. The Royals team total still is only 4.2, one of the lower ones on the slate. Uh, lefty's 371, righty's 402 versus Gomber. So the Royals could be a GPP type play. Same time, Gomber could be in play because the Royals have a 293 Woba and a 122 ISO versus left-handed pitching, which is not good at all. The last guy I'm going to mention, and this is the ultimate, ultimate punt play. And uh, we'll, we'll look at some of his minor numbers real quick here. When it comes to our $4,000 Mr. Clay Holmes for the Pittsburgh Pirates, he's stretched out. He's gone over 90 pitches in three of his last four starts. A little shorter one against Toledo, four innings for some reason. Not sure why. His numbers were just fine. And he's made one start here for the Pirates of late. He went in and faced Milwaukee in a spot start situation. Um, he gave you six shutout innings of four strikeouts – or. Six strikeouts for 25.9 DraftKings points. When you look at Clay Holmes a little deeper um, on the season in AAA, 
He has a doo -doo -doo, baseball reference load. There we go. In his 2018 between double or triple A, and he started out in high A, went to triple A's, made a spot start. He's seven and three, a three three ERA. He's thrown 95 innings. He has a 9.4 K per nine. He's been very, very sneaky, sneaky good. And the part I love the most, he's stretched out so he can go 90 plus 100 pitches, whatever. He's $4,000. $4,000. Now, he could get shelled, but let's remember this is the San Francisco Giants, who once in a while show up, for the most part, have just given up on the season. Um, this is a really, really good spot for uh, for Holmes against the Giants. Like a really, really good spot here. He's spot starting for Trevor Williams. Uh, the Giants are just bad at baseball. When you break it down, uh, they have a they're a 306 Woba, a 145 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So I think Clay Holmes at $4,000 could be sneaky, sneaky nice if you just want to completely punt the position. So down below here, I got Clay Holmes 1, um, Gomber 2, Urena 3. Recapping your pitching real quick, I got Zach Wheeler 1, Eovaldi 2, Tanaka 3 at the 9K and above. Tanaka highest ceiling, though. depends on your risk tolerance. In the middle, Zach Eflin, Clay Buckholtz, John Gray, Derek Holland. Down below, Clay Holmes, Austin Gomber, Jose Urania. Now let's take out the bats on this 14-game slate. We head over to the uh, catcher's position. You got guys like Evan Gaddis at 4300 bucks versus Mike Leak. Very, very intriguing there. But Jan Gomes versus Carlos Rodon at 4K. Rodon could be a very, very sneaky good pitcher. At the same time, uh, Rod uh, Jan Gomes crushes lefties. The, the, the Indians have a 4.75 team total. Lefty 332, righty 311 versus Rodon. But he does give up a little bit of pop to the left-handed side of the plate. So give me some Gomes at 4K if you're going to the top. If not, Cervelli at 38 versus Derek Holland is in play for you. When you go down some more, like a Salvi Perez, if you're not using Gomber, Salvi at 37, I do like quite a bit as a nice uh, catcher's play for you there. The farther down you look, uh, Tucker Barnard at 3,400 versus uh, Clay Buckholtz, very much a play. Elias Diaz at 34 versus Derek Holland. Diaz, we mentioned a lot, if he's in the lineup, he's a very affordable, cheaper pitcher versus, uh, catcher versus lefties. We like Diaz quite a bit when he's in the lineup, so take a look at those. Um, farther down you look, like a Mike Zanino at 32 against Cole, probably not tonight. But an Austin Roman at 32 versus Mike Miner could be in play for you as a cheaper option. Sandy Leone at 31 versus Dylan Bundy is an option. He was 28 the last two days, so he's gone up in price a little bit, which sucks. But he's in play for you there. Uh, like a Michael Perez against Estrada at 3K from Tampa Bay. He's got some upside there for you. Brisenio from L.A. at 3K versus Anderson also has a little bit of value for you in that matchup. Um, other than that, you know, not a ton's going to stand out for you until you see some lineups. But Drew Butera has been playing a ton. He's 2,600 versus Gomber if you want to completely punt. The catcher's position, Drew Butera at 2,600 versus Gomber could be a nice punt as well. Going over to first base, it'll be so, so loaded. Matt Carpenter's first base, third base at 58, and he's probably one of the top plays on the slate. Um, going against Birch Smith the Kansas City, who just gives up so much, so much hard contact, so many fly balls. The long ball, lefties, righties, it does not matter. Smith is a mess. So Carpenter, 58, he's homered in five of his last six, six of his last nine. He's been crushing baseballs at all costs. It's like a nightly occurrence on the Slack chat. My goodness, Carpenter again. It's just what he's been doing. 5800 bucks for Smith. Wouldn't shock me if he extends that home run streak tonight at all. Uh, Cody Bellinger, if you're fading John Gray at 49, could be in play for you in Coors. Don't completely hate it. Like a Freddie Freeman versus uh, Willie Peralta, or not Willie Peralta, I always call him Willie Peralta, against uh, 
against Mr. Peralta. Let me call it correctly here. I always screw it up. Um, Freddie Peralta is an interesting play because lefty's at 352 up Peralta, where righty's only 243 in that ballpark. Does give a little bit of an upside there to Freddie Freeman at 4,700. Uh, Max Muncy at 47 versus Gray is also a GPP. If you aren't using Tanaka, I really do like Joey Gallo at first base outfield. Uh, running into one, finding the short porch and right. Is it a home run haven for the righties? He's averaging 12 his last 10. Um, in his last 10 games, he has 11. Or, no, it's not, that's just away games. In his last 10 games, he has five home runs, 12 RBIs. So definitely an upgrade for Joey Gallo at 4,700 against Masahiro Tanaka. When you go down a little farther, like a Mitch Moreland's been red, red hot. He's 46 versus uh, Bundy. Probably goes overlooked in this slate. Uh, Jake Bowers at 43 is always very intri- intriguing. Matt Olson, you know, such a streaky guy. He's been some really hot streaks, some really down streaks. Still averaging over seven points in his last 10. He's 4,200 bucks versus Pena. Could be a nice, the A's could be sneaky nice tonight. A total of, where'd the A's go? Oh, we're waiting on that total because of the pitching change. But lefty's 376, righty's 300 off of Felix Pena. So Olsen can be in for a nice spot tonight. When you go down even farther, though, around the 4K and below range, you got like an Ian Desmond and Coors at 4K. Probably not. Maeda and Gray, I like them both. I'd probably go more Colorado side if you're going to Coors, but I, I have other ballparks I think I'm going to attack tonight. But um, Jose Martinez against Smith at 4K. The Cardinals are very, very live tonight. Very, very live. They have a 4.8 total, currently the sixth highest on the slate. Lefty's 356, righty's 368 off Birch Smith, like I said, and tons of power. He has tons of home runs. So. Cardinals very, very much alive today. I like that a lot in Kansas City. But uh, Yonder Alonso, not using him at 3,900 against Rodon. But Yuli Gurriel at 39 could be a play versus league for you. Uh, Josh Bell switch hitting versus Hall and David Freese as well, 38 and 39 respectively. Freese first base, third base. Uh, Justin Bohr, if you aren't using Wheeler in a GPP, Bohr at 38. As lefties is the way to get to Wheeler, as we discussed. Uh, sliding on down some more. Maybe a Logan Morrison at only 3,500 versus... Uh, Ryan Zimmerman, or Jordan Zimmerman. God, I'm all over the place tonight. Uh, Jordan Zimmerman. So uh, Lomo at 3,500. We look at the Twins, a 4.3 team total. Lefties 316, righties 322. Zimmerman had that really nice streak where everybody wanted to grab him in waiver wires. It has kind of disappeared. So Lomo at 35 could be a very nice first base punt for you there. If G-Man Choi cracks the lineup, he's 3,400 versus Estrada as another punt as he went deep yesterday. Chris Davis versus Eovaldi at 34. So you have a couple punt options down here. Kendrick Morales switch hitting 33 versus uh, Blake Snell. Also an option for you there. Brad Miller doubled on yesterday. He's only 3,200 versus... Uh, not Brad Miller. I'm thinking of um, T- uh, Walker. Never mind. Never mind. Got ahead of myself there. So you got some guy with a couple 34s and a 35 you could use as punts at first base. Second base. Travis Shaw's 5K versus Gossman. I love Shaw. Gossman has been an absolute mess. When you look at Milwaukee... They have a team total of 4.2. Lefty's 340. Righty's 355 off Gossman. Not sure I can pay 5K for Shaw when I want to pay for guys like Carpenter and others. But Milwaukee and Shaw and Lefty's and whatever are all in very good spots as Gossman has not been good at all. You got Dozier and Coors at 49. You can always look there. Whit Merrifield at 48 versus Gomber. Merrifield's been playing great. But just like Joey Gallo, Rugi Odor at 47 in a very, very nice spot versus Tanaka in this one. Labor Torres with a night off yesterday's 46 versus Minor. I like that as well. And Ozzy Albies versus uh, Freddie Peralta at 45, also in a very good spot. So it's very, very top heavy here at the second base position. That's just 45 and above. Um, if you had to just pick one, I'd say pick Rubio Dory if you're not using Tanaka. If you're using Tanaka, 
go Ozzy Albies. That's where I would look. And the Gleyber Torres is a very close third. Torres and Albies kind of hit. Just pick your if, which one are you stacking. There you go. Now, if you want to get some value here, you got like a Scooter Jeanette at 4,400. But the value lies deeper as we go. An Anabelto Mondesi at 4,100. Second base shortstop against Gomber can be in play for you. Get on base, steal some bags. Uh, Jed Jericho at 39. He's been hitting uh, righties as well of late. He's second base, third base eligible. I mentioned how much I like these Cardinals in this matchup. So a guy like Jericho, if he's in the middle of that Cardinals order at 39, very much worth a look for you. Joey Wendell's on a really hot streak in the middle of the order at second base, outfield at 38. You got some value here with Yohan Moncada. Yes, he's had a very tilting season. Can't hit lefties to save his life. Can't hit righties a bit. And uh, Mr. Bieber has been a mess of late. So Yohan Moncada at 3800 bucks could be a very, very nice play here versus the Biebs. Very low owned. Another one here at this price point is Jed Lowry versus Pena at 3800 bucks. That's a great price tag for Mr. Jed Lowry. So you got a nice, you don't have to pay up in second base. You got some good options here below 4K. Uh, Johnny VR versus Ivaldi at 37 is in play. Josh Harrison at 37 versus Derek Holland in play as well. So definitely some options here at second base. If Colton Wong's hitting at the top of the Cardinals order at 3600, he could become in play against Smith as well. So definite options here. Jeff McNeil's 3500 versus Urania if you need to go there. Uh, Nico Goodrum's only 3400 versus uh, Irvin Santana. Nico's got that ability. Neil Walker's the one that double donged yesterday. He's 34, switch hitting versus minor. But a lot of options here uh, below 4K at second base that you can definitely look to exploit and not have to uh, and save some money for some other positions. Like third base, where you're going to have a lot of loaded here. Jose Ramirez, 5,900 versus Rodon, not bad at all. But give me Carp at 5,800 versus Burt Smith. First base, third base eligible. Phenomenal spots here. I mentioned Travis Shaw at 5K. Muncy's 47. Uh, Moustakis at 45 versus Gossman. I do like quite a bit. You get a $500 saving on Shaw. Moustakis crushing baseballs right now. We already mentioned how bad Gossman is in his last few games. He had a zero. Uh, he only pinch hit yesterday. So he didn't start. His last few starts, 8, 18, and 16, a zero and an 8, a zero and a 7, and a 6. But uh, 8, 18, and 16 in his last three starts. A lot to like there with Moose against Gossman tonight, especially in a very hitter-friendly ballpark, especially for lefties in Atlanta. Farther on you look, I still love Jerks and Profark. Just on fire. He's 4,500 versus Tanaka. Has that ding-dong ability. Eduardo Escobar could be a nice one at 44. Third base shortstop against Disclafani in Great American Small Park. Arizona's got a 4.85 total. Currently fifth highest on the slate. Uh, righties hit 258, but lefties hit 403 off Disclafani. So Marte at second base shortstop. Descalso. But more importantly, Eduardo Escobar, third base shortstop at 44. Very much a play in part of this Arizona infield. We'll get to the outfield with Mr. Peralta later. You got Matty Chapman at 43, always in play. Lefties preferably at righties are fine. Rafael Devers, 4200 bucks for Dylan Bundy. I like this quite a bit. Um, Devers is feeling it. He got the night off yesterday with his first game back from the DL. And two for four, two runs, a double, and a homer on Wednesday for 25 drafting points before he went on the DL, 14 and 14. So you're starting to heat up. Hopefully it's a sign of things to come. Boston has a total just above five, fourth highest on the slate. Righty's 291, but lefty's 402 off Bundy. We know Bundy gives up like the most or second most home runs in all of baseball this season. So a guy like Rafael Devers at 42, you're going to value in that Boston order. You could definitely look that direction. Mentioned Descalso at 41 already. You can look there, but Miguel Andujar talked about him yesterday as a sneakier play. He went deep. He's averaging 10 in his last 10. He's had a streak like this earlier this year. Ride it out while you can. He's 4100 bucks against Mike Miner in a very good spot there. I'd probably go up to, to Devers, but 
Andrew Hargrove, very, very low owned into this spot, so not bad at all. Yuan Camargo at 43, third base shortstop for um, Atlanta against Freddie Peralta is also very, very interesting. Eduardo Nunez, second base, third base, and Jed Jericho, both $3,900. as kind of off plays there for you. David Freese, 39 talked about him already. A couple kind of lower-end, low-owned punt-type situations there. As you scroll down farther, like a Yolmer Sanchez against the Beebs at $3,400, preferably higher in the order, but another lefty versus Bieber, you can definitely exploit that. Tim Beckham hopefully runs into one for 3400 versus Eovaldi in your GPP lineups only. Other than that, you'll have a few more that might pop up here and there, but check your lineups. Shortstop, Lindor at 57, really, really good play. He hits lefties very, very well. Almost better than righties, one would say. Lots of power against him, so don't just sleep on that one. Uh, Bogarts at 47 versus Bundy. Uh, Didi crushes lefties, so don't, don't worry about the lefty. Lefty there, he's 4600 If you're stacking the Yanks, Didi is in play. You got Jerks and Pro 4 at 45, mentioned him. And then again, Eduardo Escobar at 44. Cattell Martez at 43. A couple lefties there against Di Scafani. Farther down you go, though. Again, Alberto Montesi is at 41. Yon Camargo at 4K. A lot of dual position eligibility across DraftKings right now. A lot. But if you want to go a little off the radar, Paul DeYoung, 4K versus Burt Smith. Again, lefties, righties, does not matter. They destroy Burt Smith. Whenever you're, you're torn between players and a Cardinal guy's involved, Probably go Cardinals just tonight. You know, Red Sox, Yankees are good. But Cardinals will uh, be lower owned than the other ones in phenomenal spot. Phenomenal. If they, go, if they put up a zero, that's the Cardinals for you. That's just them in a nutshell because this is one of the best matchups you're going to see all season. Long. Going down below the 4K range here, you got like Marvin Gonzalez has been heating up for Houston. He's outfield shortstop eligible. He's 3800 bucks. When you look at the Astros, a 4.7 total. Lefties 402, righties 345 versus Mike Leak. So Marvin Gonzalez at 38 is not a bad play there against Leak. A little cheaper option for you. Um, sliding on down, you know, B. Crawvers Holmes at 37. Tim Beckham again at 34. We've had some options down here of late. Miguel Rojas at 32 you can look at. Freddie Gallus is actually really, really hot right now at 3K. Uh, it's kind of a hot and cold thing. He's averaging 7 in his last 10 for Freddie. That's good at 3K. 20. 2, 2, 16, a 0, then a 5, and a 12. He's doing Freddie Gallo's things, but he's showing a little bit of pop of late. 3K versus Eflin. You could go there if you wanted to. Other than that, check your lineups for shortstop. And let's head to the outfield where it'll be loaded as always. Mookie Betts hit for the cycle last night. He's 61 versus Bundy. Yeah, he's in play. Mike Trout might be back tonight, but I'd like to see him play at the, with a wrist injury. If anybody can come back from it's Trout, but I'd rather pay up for Betts. Or you go to like J.D. Martinez, Benintendi, all those Red Sox outfielders, phenomenal plays. Christian Yelich at 57 is not bad. Love me some David Peralta at 55 versus Di Scafani. Uh, I mentioned the lefties versus Di Scafani. David Peralta is averaging 12.4 his last 10. 25, 8, 36, 0, 5, 26, 14. Lots of GPP upside with David Peralta at 5,500 bucks. If you're paying up here, I'd go there, save a few bucks. Bets is the play, but... You want to save some cash? Peralta at 55. Very, very nice. You got your Coors Field Boys and Dahl, Cargo, and Blackman at 53, 52, 52. It's funny how Dahl's the most expensive out of three. That's just wild. But like Giancarlo went deep again yesterday. He's 5,100 bucks. After Peralta, Giancarlo's my guy. Averaging 11.1 in his last 10. 14, 22, 19 in his last three. You throw a 6, an 8, and a 12 in there. A 0, 21. Giancarlo, is, he's up to a 280 batting average right now, people. He is hitting the crap out of the baseball. So Giancarlo at 51, yes. K with Chris Davis at 5K in her GPPs. 
you can definitely go there. You got all your Coors guys. Uh, I'm not going to mention them all. You can, you know, Coors. If you have questions, Slack chat me. Uh, Brandon Nimmo at 49 versus Rain is not bad. I try to get up to, to Chris Davis or more importantly, Giancarlo from 49 or dip down. Uh, even the right-handed bat of A.J. Pollock, I don't hate at 48 if you're doing an Arizona stack. Um, we've talked about how the lefties crush Di Sclafani. But if you're stacking, of course, you're going to want some Pollock, you're going to want some Goldie. Uh, but like a Peralta, Eduardo Escobar, two-man stack, don't hate it. If you want to sprinkle in the, gold, the Goldie or the Pollock part to make it three or four-man, don't hate it either. There's gonna Tonight's a home run derby night. With all those totals I mentioned to you, with half the slates, nine or higher, play home run derby. Or very small stacks, two, two or three-man stacks, don't go... Crazy, crazy, unless you think that team's that team's going to have to go bananas. Banana, bananas, because home runs are the name of the game tonight. Whit Merrifield at 4800 bucks in play. Aaron Hicks hits lefties very, very well. Usually leads off first lefties at 4700 bucks. Leading off will really up his, his, his numbers. He went deep again yesterday. He's averaging 9.2 his last 10, 18 and 16 in his last two. Um, very, very good stuff from Aaron Hicks. like that quite a bit. He's up to 20 homers on the year now. Again, Joey Gallo at 47, really good GPP play for you there. Malik Smith at 46, continues to get it done. He had 11 more points last night. He's averaging 12.4 his last 10. 11, 15, 9, 19, 9, 14, 0, 29, 15. He's GPP and cash game guy right there. Cash game is almost, you just put him in the lineup. Um, Gets Marco Estrada at 46, really good spot for him there. As you slide down the scale some more, maybe a Reese Hoskins versus Knicks at 45. The park shift kind of hurts, but it's still Reese Hoskins who crushes everything. As you go down farther, look, a, a Jake Bowers at 43, but Daniel Palka can be a nice little contrarian player at 4300 bucks. He's a guy who uses a lot in GPPs because he's got that boomer bust upside. Tons and tons of power with Daniel Palka. He's got 17 homers on the year, but hitting 238. Kind of a, a mini Joey Gallo. Gallo's much, much better. Palka's beginning to come that guy. 4300 bucks versus Bieber. Um, it's a really good spot here when lefties hit 371 off the Beebs. For 4300 bucks, run into one for a homer. Uh, I've been there for his double dong nights. He just He's a very good GPP play, but very, very volatile. The zero is definitely the floor, but that, that he's got double dong upside, which is what you're looking for. Dropping down even farther, like a Sinsu Chu's interesting at 43. Michael Brantley at 42. No, I completely hate it, but I'm not running to do that lefty-lefty matchup there. Like Mark Trumbull keeps getting it done at 42. He's a GPP home run play against the Evaldi. Starling Marte is only 42 versus Derek Holland. A couple nice GPP plays right there for you. Uh, when you get down to 4K and below, Teoscar Hernandez only GPP versus Snell. I'm not looking to target Snell. He's been a little off of late, but not running to target Blake Snell by any means. Uh, Hernando Parra and Coors probably not playing that much with Dahl and company out there. Keep an eye on that. He'll be valued if he's in the lineup. Uh, Nick Williams at 4K versus Knicks could be a play for you as well. Conforto at 4K has been struggling of late. Um, Avisil Garcia at 39s in play as a GPP play. Denard Span's been crushing it at 3900 bucks. I'm not looking to fade Cole, but he went at another big game against Verlander yesterday. He's on fire right now. Someone to keep in mind. Marcelo Zuna at 3900 versus Birch Smith. Definitely in play for you there. Hunter Renfro in his GPP type plays at 3900 I'd rather have Ozuna at 39 if I'm going there. Joey Wendell at 38 Marvin Gonzalez 38 Talked about them already. Got some more Dodgers and Coors. Sliding on down, Max Kepler at 38 versus Zimmerman. Like that quite a bit as well. A nice little play for you there. Um, farther down you go towards like the middle of the pack here. You got Brandon Geyer facing a lefty at 36. That's always something to at least take a look at. Not running to play it, but uh, something to take a look at there. Austin Slater and Steven Duggar. Steven Duggar, if he's leading off 3,600 versus Holmes, I do like that. I know Duggar did a little bit of damage last night. 
Got you 12 DraftKings points. Yeah, I like Duggar a lot. He's, he can be volatile, like 12, 0, 0, but then a 19, a 3, a 7, a 2, a 7, a 4, a 5. Young kid, keeps getting better and better, leading off against Holmes. I can I can dig that at 3,600 bucks as a cheaper outfield option. Allen Hansen as well at 35, depending on where he gets in the order. Be a nice option. Nick Martini, if he's leading off for the A's at 3,500 bucks, could be a nice little play for you here against uh, Pena and the Angels. Sliding on down even farther as we get to the bottom of the threes eventually. Uh, Nico Goodrum at 34 isn't played for you. Uh, Jorge Bonifacio at 33 is a punt. Uh, da, 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 da. What else do we got for you down here? Not a ton. Jake Cave could be an ultimate punt at 3,100 for Minnesota. He's The price never changes. He's averaging 5.3 his last 10. It's like 2, 3, 5, 3, 20, 5, 7, 0, 5, 3. So he's got the upside, but nothing flashy. He's thirty-one hundred bucks, so he, he opens up the lineups for you quite a bit. Uh, the only other guy I was looking for, and I must have went past him, is Franmil Reyes at thirty-four hundred versus Zach Leflin. Franmil Reyes is a GPP play every single day. Thirty-four hundred bucks. So there you have it for your bats. Let's recap your pitching on this slate up top. I got Wheeler. Evaldi, Tanaka, Tanaka with the highest ceiling, though. It just depends on your risk tolerance. In the middle, Eflin, Buckholtz, Gray, and Holland. And down below, Holmes, Gomber, Urania. So lots of interesting ways to go. I mentioned half the totals on the slate are nine or better. Yankees in a great spot. Righties versus, versus, versus minor. You got Coors in play. The left-handed Red Sox in big-time spots. Righties, too, because Bunny just gets up the long ball all over the place. But the left-handed D-backs are sneaky. The Cardinals are in a great spot versus Birchsmith. An amazing spot versus Birchsmith. Uh, the Rays are in a really good spot versus Marco Estrada. Houston versus uh, Leak, a really good spot as well. Left-handed Braves bats. Um, a lot to like tonight. A lot, a lot, a lot all over the diamond. Let's check out your BVP real quick, and we'll send you on your way. Uh, sorry, I need a drink of water there. All right, Boston, Baltimore. Caleb Joseph, 4 for 7 with a double and a homer off Nate Eovaldi. You got Brock Holt, 6 for 11, two doubles off Bundy. Benintendi, 8 for 23, two doubles, a triple and a homer. This might be easier. Pierce, Benintendi, Leon, Rafael Devers, J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogarts, Jackie Bradley have all taken Bundy deep. Mookie Betts has taken them deep three times. So 10 home runs as a team, 275 average, 370 Woba, 236 ISO. If you need any more reason to play the Red Sox, there you go. Giancarlo, I told you I already loved him. This should help even more. 7 for 21 with a double and four home runs against Mike Miner. Ruggio Dora has two homers off Tanaka. Joey Gallo has one as well. As a team, the Rangers hit 284 off Tanaka in a small sample. Jesus Sucroy, Jimon Chu, CJ Krohn, Kevin Kiermaier have all homered off Estrada. The Rays are hitting 340 as a team off Marco Estrada. Smaller sample, but definitely some success and a, a sneakier at least kind of one-off plays if you need them. Uh, Nick Castellano, 7 for 16. Two doubles off Irvin Santana. Max Kepler, 3 for 7. Eddie Rosario, Miguel Sanoa, both homered off Jordan Zimmerman. Logan Morrison's homered off of him three times. Another cheap second baseman, I forgot to mention, Logan Forsyth. And he's 4 for 12 with two doubles off Zimmerman. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, 6 for 8. Two doubles and a homer off Di Sclafani. Peralta, 3 for 6 with a double. Miguel Rojas has taken Zach Wheeler deep as a teammate. 250 off Wheeler. Michael Conforto, 4 for 11 with a double off of Urania. Da, da, da. A lot of small samples. Francisco Lindor, 7 for 24 with a double and two homers off Rodon. Jose Ramirez, 6 for 21, a double and a triple. Brandon Geyer, 5 for 15. 
Gaddis, two for 13 with two homers off Leak. Denard Spann, four for 14 with a homer off uh, Garrett Cole. Chris Iannetta, four for 11, two homers off Maeda. David Dahl, Desmond, Blackman have all taken Maeda deep. Not much, not much, not much. And that'll do it for your quick, uh, for your uh, your BVP. Not tons there. So there's a quick hit. It's a little longer edition. 14 games. We'll do that to you. I hope everybody has a great week. And again, check out our sponsor, Draft, draft.com, draft in your app store, promo code SD Sports. If you're looking to write, hit us up on the website. Hit the link, write for SD. Um, tons going on right now. We have uh, first round strategy fantasy football drafts. We got Bench with Bubba, episode 112 with Elliot Chris, 113 with Randy Haynes, one's fantasy football with Chris. Randy Haynes, Fancy Baseball, both really, really good stuff there. You got Around the Base with Bubba and Mo, episode 75, the Yankees are dead. That was a fun episode. A lot of fun talking, uh, you know, potential top 10 2019 Fancy Baseball draft picks. So go check that out. Lots going on in the Slack chat. We had a big fan, uh, NFL preseason chat going on there. Guys made some money there. You got NASCAR chats, keep heating up for the weekend. Come check that out. We got baseball. We got golf going on. We got it all. So come check us out. If you need an invite, just slide into the Sports DJs DM and let us know. We're on Twitter at, Twitter at TheSportsDGens, TheSportsDGens.com. I am at BD Intric. Again, I will not be here Monday morning. I will be back with you Tuesday morning to continue this run on Quick Hits. But until then, everybody, enjoy your weekend. Have some fun. Stay out of the fires if you're in California. Stay out of the heat around the country. But this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, August 10th edition. I'm out. <laughs>